0: Hello, this is Kendra Von Esch. I bought into what this world said would make me happy money, prestige, power, and pretty much do whatever I want, because it is all about me, right? Until God found me and flipped my reality upside down and transformed my life. I left my executive career to help others deepen their relationship with God and the faith for true acceptance. Love, peace, and joy. Here is my reflection for today. Salt. Salt is an awesome spice. I love me some salt. I eat a keto diet, which my husband says, why don't you just call it Atkins? (laughs) But I think that's so old school, so I'm sticking with keto. And I actually add a lot of salt to my food because without all that packaged and refined food... If you want to call it food, I don't typically get enough salt. Yay for me! And for those of you who have heart conditions and are salt-restricted and are thinking, whoa, what is she doing? Don't worry. I get a full physical and blood work. I have low blood pressure and low cholesterol. And I have maintained my weight for years, dropping about 20 pounds a couple of years ago when I shifted my lifestyle, and honestly, I feel awesome. I used to have a super bad craving of sugar, and now it's gone. Okay, enough about, <laughs> enough about my diet. Let's get back to salt. As you know, it makes such a difference in making a drab meal incredibly tasty. But too much is overpowering, and it ruins it. We are salt, and salt is good. So what does that really mean in our lives, and why in the heck am I bringing it up? In the gospel today, and a few other times in the Bible, Jesus references salt. That we are salt, but if salt becomes bleh, becomes insipid, or lacking flavor, how do you restore its flavor? In another reading, he says, if salt has no flavor, it's worthless, and we can just trample over it with our feet. So the gospel goes on to punch you in the face today. For example, if you cause a little one who believes in Jesus to sin, it's better for you to put a millstone around your neck and throw yourself into the sea. And then he says, if your hand causes you to sin, cut it off. If your eye causes you to sin, pluck it out. Ugh, gross, right? And if your foot causes you to sin, cut it off too. I mean, hello, this is like, he's not mincing words here. It's better to be maimed in this life and go to heaven than to be thrown into the fires of hell. And then he says, where their worm does not die and the fire is not quenched. I mean, come on, dude, that's some deep stuff. That's why I say it punches you in the face. And honestly, we all better listen up. We have gifts, each one of us. And honestly, I know we all struggle with how to use them, and also with doing the right things in our lives and being good people. I used to do some horrible things. I used to watch bad things. I used to look at people in ridiculously judgmental ways. I used to sometimes look right through people, and I didn't really care. And definitely, I wasn't seeing Jesus in everyone. I would walk a path as a leader in my professional and my personal life that led those little ones in a direction that was far from moral and, quite frankly, destructive. Not the narrow path Jesus asks us to walk when he says, follow me. My behaviors and actions were basically saying, hey, this is the way to live. Look at me and follow me, not him. This is the more fun path my salt had no flavor i didn't stand for anything except just do whatever i wanted live a selfish me life and make as money as i can and buy a lot of things yes i loved my family and friends but when it came to stopping and helping anyone or being there it was always like yeah i'm here for you in words but was i really there for them in actions not so much I would rather stay home and watch countless hours of TV than lift a finger to help someone. Although I was generous with money, that really isn't the point here. Now I realize how tasty my life is with the right amount of salt in it. I think sometimes I overdo the salt, and I might talk about Jesus' impact on my life a little bit too much. But man, when something is so good that comes into your life, it's really hard to keep it inside. I mean, sometimes I feel like my body is going to burst like a water balloon overfilled. And that water is joy for me and peace that I have never, ever found in my life. No drug, no alcohol, no endorphins working out combined compares with how I feel now. I thought living the straight and narrow was boring and who in the heck would ever want to do that? I remember I used to run away from anyone who talked about how they found Jesus. Seriously, like, get away from me, you holy roller. Now, I am not perfect, my friends. I'm not saying I am. No way. I still overdrink on occasion, but I also know that it's not what I need to de-stress or to have fun either. I am still my crazy, happy, joking self. I just don't swear like a truck driver. And I I really just don't get ridiculously drunk and wake up the next day feeling horrible and, quite frankly, possibly regretting the things I said or did. There is something so powerful in the truth that, that there is joy in life without taking a pill, smoking something, or drinking something. I'm trying to say that our salt is proof of our lives and God is saying, Hey, listen up, people. Watch how you live, or you will be in hell forever, where the fire is not quenched. And for those of you who believe that you're a good person, geez, so did I. But I was quite the opposite when my eyes were opened. And if you think that God is just going to open up the doors to everyone who, you know, didn't kill anyone, I'm a good person, I haven't murdered someone, you've got another thing coming. He clearly states that the path is narrow and the people are few who make it to heaven and the road is wide and many will go to hell. Take a moment to think about death. What do you think happens when you die? If you believe in a heaven and a hell, look at your life and examine whether or not you have lived according to how God wants you to live. And if you're honest with yourself, you will realize Probably not. Well, most likely not. And if you have any mortal sins on your soul, please go to confession. It saved my life. Literally. And you are just one confession away from coming back to the Catholic Church and starting over with your life. That's so liberating and freeing to know that, isn't it? I go to confession every single week now. It's a fundamental need in my life. Salt. It's all about how you live your life, how you flavor your life for your own eternal soul, and how you show the tastiness of your life and for others to taste and see. It's not easy to live this way. Temptations surround me every single day. Let me tell you, you guys have no idea right in this house of mine. But I just go to God for strength. And when I fall, because I do fall, and I will fall, I'm human, I know I can get back up and try again, honestly committed to not do those things again in my life. Some of my horrible ways of living have been put away forever. I know I will never do those things again, but that's truly because God gave me the grace to put that away. You can take the slow, strenuous path, the stairway to heaven, which, while it seems hard, really isn't if you go to God for help, and climb up one step at a time to live in eternal bliss, happier than you could ever imagine, or you can take the wide-open, easy road and speed down the highway to hell, to a place of loneliness and pain agony, and fire licking your butt for eternity while you look up to all those other people in paradise and regret the way you lived your life. When you think about it that way, let's all be leaders. Let's be salt and lead others by your actions and your words to a place of love, peace, and joy in God's arms in heaven. Alrighty, that's it for today. May you walk in the light of the Lord, and may peace be with you always. Have a blessed and inspired day.